what I still didn't add to my content, but it's on my top priority list, I promise. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast. And today we'll talk about the types of creatives for paid media and when to use each one of them. Hi, I'm Rudy Galera, a digital transformation expert with over 12 years of experience helping people and companies to thrive on digital marketing. This is the biggest fight between the marketing team and the digital team. One prefers more videos, more emotion, state-of-the-art creatives. Guess which side? Easy, huh? The marketing team. On the other hand, we have the digital team, who looks more for performance, sharp and straight-to-the-point assets, quantity to test multiple variables instead of less and expensive creatives, more static and short content instead of long videos. So let's see what are the main types of creatives you can create for your digital paid media and the things that you have to keep in mind to get the best results out of your objectives. There are many types of content you can create for digital, like audios for podcasts, articles, webinars, etc. But I would like to focus here only on the main types of creatives for paid media. Basically, there are two main groups of creatives you can create for paid media. Static images and videos or animations. So let's get into the particularities of each one of them and when you should use them depending on your objectives. Let's start with static images. Static images can be created in various formats, but the main ones are square, portrait and landscape. They are mostly used for mid to bottom of the funnel, aiming to get immediate actions from the users like purchase, signups, registrations. So you don't want to distract them with animations or videos, with stories and graphs that might diverge them from the main objective that is the action you want them to take. So it's better to have an image with a very clear call to action. So again, static images are better to generate actions website visits, lead generation, purchase, subscriptions, signups. And what are the best practices for creating high-performance images for your campaigns? Clear and catchy images, make use of beautiful pictures, elements, colors that stand out in the social media platform, and avoid colors that are very similar to the platform that might blend with the background and be missed by the users. Remember, you're trying to interrupt people from scrolling, swiping in their social media platforms or navigating on the website or in an app. So it's better to have something that will catch their eyeballs. The simpler the image, the better. Don't try to put complex backgrounds, too much text, or a call to action that is not very clear. So keep it simple. People are very short on time and patient for ads. So go straight to the point, as your objective with this type of creative is to take them out of where they are and do what you ask them to do. So have a clear and short message and a very clear call to action. To finish my tips for static images, I have two last best practices for you to follow. The 20% tax rule, meaning your image should have or must have up to 20% of tax in the image. 
considering tags, taglines, logos, or anything that looks like letters or words. And this rule, if you don't follow, most of the platforms will penalize your ads and reject or deliver less of your creative. This rule is mandatory for Facebook and Instagram, but I'd say that you can follow this rule as a standard for any static images. The second and last tip is to create at least three variants of your creative. As you're creating a simpler and cheaper type of asset, make sure you create different variations so the platforms can see what is performing well and what is not and deliver the ads that are more likely to get the conversions. You can test different colors, different messages, different pictures or backgrounds, even changing the person in the picture if that's the case. Changing from a woman to a man, from a young person to an older person or even the nationality. Now how to measure success for static images assets. As your objective would be actions from the images, the key metrics you should look at are the CTR or click-through rate to see if people are actually stopping to click in your ad through the percentage of clicks versus how many impressions your ads got. You should also look at how many conversions you're getting on your website or app, phone calls, text messages or any actions you're asking people to do and look at quality metrics on your website or app like bounce rate and time spent on site crossing these numbers with the number of conversions you're getting so you can see if maybe your ad is good it's performing well but you have some problem or friction in the rest of the journey it's stopping people to finish the desired action now let's get into video and animations while images are more bottom of the funnel videos and animations are more to the top of the funnel in the awareness or consideration stages videos are more emotional more descriptive they aim to entertain the audience or be informative during the time you are watching. For the very top of the funnel, to drive awareness, the videos can be longer, more emotional, and less rational, exploring the identification with the audience as a human being, bringing feelings that will connect with them like confidence, trust, love, care. These videos are usually with more than 15 seconds and similar to the images in the formats landscape 16 by 9 square or portraits the second usage of long videos is when people already know you you have enough brand awareness but you need to explain a service or a product or you need to present the reasons to buy your product with benefits features comparisons or even to break some objections that people might have to buy your product using social proof testimonials and different examples of the usage of your products or service to measure success on long awareness videos you can focus on impressions and reach to see how many people were impacted by your video and video completions to see how much of the video people watching if they are getting to the end or skipping right in the beginning. In a few platforms like YouTube, you can also run a survey to measure your brand recall to see how many people remember seeing your video called 
brand lift. Going more down the funnel in the consideration and conversion phase, we can have shorter videos aiming to get actions from the users. Similar to the static images, but with a bit more explanation. Usually, when you need to give a few more elements before calling the users for an action. It can be used for lead generation, website visits, or even e-commerce conversions. It can also be used to complement the long awareness videos, showing different versions and elements in a cheaper way, and avoid exhausting your audience with only one long video. So from the long video you have, you can create shorter versions so people won't get annoyed by the same video playing over and over. The success of short videos can be measured depending on the objectives you have, but most of it, aiming to get actions from the users, can be done very similar to the static images, looking at click-through rates, conversions and sales. More important than the types and lengths of videos you can create, there are best practices to follow on any video and make the best out of it when it comes to getting to the goals you desire. So whenever you can, optimize your video for sound off, like adding subtitles or making the video self-explanatory when playing without sound. What I still didn't add to my content, but it's on my top priority list, I promise. The first five seconds of any video are the most important ones and you should get your audience attentions right here. So make sure the first five seconds are not boring or random. Edit your video to start with the best part of it. The last best practice is whenever you're shooting or creating an animation or video, always think about square and portrait formats. So the original film is in landscape 16 by 9 formats and ideally you should should have all elements framed in a way that you can crop it in square or portrait formats to use in different platforms or placements. I've seen many times people struggling to get their videos adapted to different formats because they didn't have this in mind when they were creating it and they end up expending a lot of money on recreating, reshooting or even adapting the content for these additional formats. So always keep this in mind and create and shoot in a way that you can crop easily crop and edit the formats to square and portrait formats. I hope this content was helpful. If it was, hit like, subscribe to the channel and share with at least one person you think can benefit from this content. That will mean a lot for me.